You're listening to Blast Podcasting, episode 26. I am Vengeance. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blast Podcasting. I'm Xander. And this is Anthony. I thought you were a Batman. I'm not a good Batman. I don't <laughs> have... I probably have the brains, but not the physical abilities. You know what I think I'm going to do is I think uh, in post-edit, I think I'm going to edit your uh, I am Vengeance and make you sound ro- robotic like Ben Affleck. Do it. <laughs> but Do yeah, it. Oh, man. It's been a while since we've done an episode, though, and so much has been going on in uh, just nerd pop culture stuff. And uh, I do want to. Sto- f- I got a funny story. Okay. I've been playing the Hello Dragon Ball Fighters. Such a good I come game. At- oh, good game. I've been playing online. I find this morning that I got banned for breaking the term of service, and I don't know what I did because I never quit out. Mm-hmm. I'm not using mods. That's weird. My internet might have been fucked up. That's really weird. Yeah, so I got so can you can you not like play online on there anymore? Or I can't they... play online, yeah. That's... I got banned. Wow. I don't know why. I have no fucking clue. That's a shame too, because that's a really fun game. Yeah, so I'm thinking of just getting another a seven day free trial on some uh, on a new account and playing on there. But I don't know if they banned it per console. Yeah, you might. You know what you could do is if like, could, are you playing on PS4 or Switch? Switch. Uh, I mean, you could just make another Switch profile and, and try it on there. Because then you don't have to get another online. Like if you have online, it's online on the Switch. Uh, so you just make another profile, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't have the family plan. Oh, you you don't need the family plan. My son can't play. My son gets on his account. He can't play. Uh, Smash Brothers online. Oh wow! Yeah, it's not like the PS4. Huh? That's terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, it's well, Nintendo. Yeah, I love Nintendo, but it's one of their weird things. That's so weird. Um, yeah, and, and like speaking of sad, sad stuff, other than you know online fighting games, uh, I did want to start the episode as a little tribute and a little mention. Uh, we did lose. Uh, a Marvel superhero. We lost Black Panther. Uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, unfortunately passed away after battling cancer for four years. He was very, very secretive about it uh, in his own right. Didn't really say anything about it. And just out of nowhere, I was like, I just went on Facebook and I was like, you know, the actor just passed away. I'm like, what? You know, I, I, I thought it was going to be like an accident or something, but there was cancer. Like, what? Yeah, I was with my friend, and then I got a ding, and I was like, oh, and he went inside. I was like, I'll check my phone. And my friend doesn't really check social media or anything, so I checked my phone, and it goes, Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman dies of uh, colon cancer. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I do remember when the whole quarantine thing happened. I remember he, I think he went on some sort of live stream, and he lost a lot of weight. And people were like, sadly, people were making fun of him about it. Uh, they had no idea that he was battling cancer. A lot of people were like calling him like Crack Panther and and stuff like what? that. Yeah, people were calling him Crack Panther, and it became like memes and stuff. And I'm pretty sure those people feel like garbage right now. Well, let's uh, let's talk about memes for a second, real quick, because remember the whole about a month and a half ago. Remember the whole uh, Jada Pinkett, Will Smith, and the and him crying yeah, became a meme. Yeah, and he just found out his wife cheated on him. Well, he didn't find. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but he found out that she was with someone else. Yeah. And it's like, you make memes out of a guy being heartbroken. 
Yeah, the internet's a terrible place. Uh, it can be very, very terrible. It can. The internet is. It's a recreation of society with more malice. Yeah, that's all I. Know. Yeah, yeah, it really is, and I mean, it's. I, I remember seeing those memes, and I mean, like, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty bad to see all the jokes made out of someone else's unfortunate events. But, uh, you know, I, I did, I did want to mention that about the black Panther actor. I mean, mm-hmm. I still haven't, I haven't seen black Panther, uh, as much as me and Anthony, and I'm pretty sure we'll talk about our thoughts on Marvel movies. As much as we're not a fan of like the MCU, um, he was still a good actor. I enjoyed him in Silver War, Civil War. I thought he was really good when I saw him there. And uh, Infinity War, I thought he was really good. Uh, I never saw Endgame, never saw Black Panther. But it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, getting, I wonder what's going to happen with Black Panther 2. I have no idea. I know people are already like talking about it, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That, that's, that's another thing that was like kind, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Is like he passed away, and everyone was like, "Rest in peace." Okay, where's my next Black Panther movie? I'm just like, D- what? Dude. Yeah, I was like, dude, like, like, hold on one second, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was like, I, it sucks that you died and everything, man, but I need my Marvel fix. <laughs> well, they haven't gotten their Marvel fix, so no. But uh, speaking of um, you know things shutting down and stuff like that, I, I definitely want to talk about. Um, Kiss Anime shutting down. Uh, it was a streaming site where you could watch free anime. Uh, that happened a couple of weeks ago. I know a lot of people were upset about that, and <laughs> and it just made me think, man. It made me feel like an old man in a rocking chair, and I was just like, man, you have no idea what it used to be like, you know? Like Kiss Anime is down. That sucks. There's so many more more other sites that you can stream anime. At least you're not buying a VHS of uh, a freaking anime OVA that was episode 7 through 9, and you had no idea if you were going to even finish it because the store wouldn't carry that anime anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing that's crazy about it. I, I, I told the story on your post when you posted about it because there was people bitching about it, and I go, you motherfuckers don't understand. I was watching early Dragon Ball Z, and it was during the Boo Saga, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Of fan subs, so I didn't understand what what Gogeta was or Vegito or any of those. Speaking of which, I do want to talk about my rewatching of Dragon Ball Z itself. We'll talk about that. In a oh second. yeah, but um, I'll say this: it is fucking nuts because there were the fan subs, and then getting anime was tricky. Um, it started to get an upcycle in about ninety five, ninety six. Um. Really what kicked the anime interest to me was two things. Um, UPN used to air Technoman, which was the very badly dissected version of Techman Blade, which is in itself one of the best animes ever made. You should see that, Xander, and it's all yeah, on I need YouTube. To, yeah, I need to check that out. Um, you know, and that that's on YouTube. Um but in its original form, but Techman Blade which ironically um, has one big actor in it. Take one guess. Chad Michael Murray. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, Brian Cranston. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He did a lot of anime back in the day. Yeah, he was in that show. He did a lot of those streamlined dubs and shit. And, and Power Rangers. 
And I'm not yeah. just talking about playing Zordon in the recent you know movie that came out a couple of years ago. He he did voices of various monsters. Yep, yep. So it, so yeah, he was in he was in that, and then um, and the crazy thing about about that was you know that was a show because back then you know even though we had I didn't watch Babylon Five back in the day. Although I love that show now and Deep Space Nine, both of those shows had continuing storylines. Same with Buffy at the same time. Um, Techno Man Blade was the first show. Techno Man Blade was the first show that I followed that had a serialized format. Mm-hmm. And it got me hooked on the anime. And then, unfortunately, they stopped airing it at the midway point of the series, which was a big fucking cliffhanger. Yeah. And I never got to finish it until I saw Techno Man Blade. And uh, they did finish dubbing the whole series, but they just never aired it. So it was all done. It, but they just never brought back the fucking thing. And then there was the Saturday morning anime on Sci-Fi. Oh, wow. You remember that? Yeah, I remember Sci-Fi showing a lot of anime. Yeah. So, that's, how, that's how I saw Vampire Hunter D. Yeah. Yeah, I saw D on there. I saw, what the fuck, um, Demon City Shinjuku. You know, it was my introduction to Tenchi Muyu mm-hmm. because they, you know, that's one crazy thing too, is when they've premiered Tenchi Muyu in 96, this never happened. This is something that happens common now. Um, Tenchi Muyu aired in May or not aired, but premiered in Japan in May or June of that year. And it actually came out in August here, fully dubbed and everything on the sci-fi channel. Oh, wow. And that was rare for that time. Yeah, I mean, that's back when, you know, anime, uh, I remember seeing the infomercials, and it was called Japanimation, you know, and they were showing, like, Akira and Vampire Hunter D and Ninja Scroll. Mm -hmm. You know, they were showing all those, and it was like, look at these crazy adult-themed cartoons from Japan. This isn't your mom and dad's Looney Tunes, you know? (laughs) Exactly. And that, you know, that's what was crazy about it. And then... We started to go buy anime, and it was expensive. It was like we were paying thirty dollars for VHS expensive. movies. Very expensive. And then, and then, here's the crazy thing. And then they started to release series on VHS, and then you got the DVDs. And then that's this is where things got crazier. Whole Trigun, twenty six episode series. You had to pay a hundred, almost two hundred dollars for for the complete set. Yep. Or what else did you get? Same with Neon Genesis. I don't think anime... Anime started to get a little easier to get probably around 2005, 2007. I remember I bought an Evangelion box set for 50 bucks. And at Walmart, I jumped on that shit. Because you, cause I remember like only a few years ago, that whole series was what? 200 bucks. Yeah, and the thing is, is like you, you hear two hundred bucks, and if you weren't, you know, uh, in anime at that time, you're thinking, you know, two hundred bucks that must have been a really cool box set. It wasn't like, you know, a collector's edition. It's not like mm-hmm. you got a little statue of a, you know, mech or something. No, no, it was, no, it no. was just straight up DVDs. And nine times out of ten, the quality wasn't that great. Even on DVD, mm-hmm. the quality wasn't that great. And I mean, I remember I've, I've I remember buying Studio Ghibli DVDs before you know Disney bought them out and they re-released all of them like digitally remastered. I remember getting a, a copy of um, you know Spirit Away and it was off center, like the DVD, like the image was off center, like it wasn't completely centered. It's like someone filmed it off VHS, filmed it with a good camera, and converted it over to DVD or something. That's how it was back then. 
Because you had all these yep. different, you had all these different publishers from you know Canada and and China and you know Philippines, all these different publishers that would get the the rights to these animes and put them out and and make money off of it. And um, so so for everyone that's upset about Kiss Anime, at least you didn't have to go through that. At least you didn't have to pay two hundred dollars. Yeah. Now you just got to subscribe to Crunchyroll or something like that. You know, yeah, I'm I'm subscribed to Funimation, which I actually think is a really good service. Yeah, and you said you were rewatch you rewatched Dragon Ball Z. Now, did you watch it from the beginning to the end, or have you are uh, well, you still? No, I'm not, oh, I'm not even done. I'm barely. I'm in episode. I'm in the. I'm think I'm in the 80s episode wise. Now, are you are which which version of Dragon Ball Z are you watching? I'm watching the Japanese. Okay, because I was wondering because there's so many different versions of Dragon Ball Z now. You got the Dragon Ball Z Kai, you got the Ocean Dubs, you got the Funimation stuff. Um, I'm, watching, I'm watching the original Japanese version of Dragon Ball Z, not Kai, nothing, just Dragon Ball Z. And nice. honestly, you know, you know what? I remember people saying it drugged. I don't feel it drags as much as I remember it doing. I think it. I think folks felt like it drugged just because at the time. That they were probably watching it. it was when we could only watch one episode a day. Yeah, yeah probably. because I do remember, you know, especially when Cartoon Network was showing Dragon Ball Z. I remember watching that one episode. I was so excited. I came home from school, did my homework, got ready to watch Dragon Ball Z, and that whole episode was Krillin trying to decide if he was going to self destruct Android eighteen or not. That was the whole episode, and I, I felt so gypped. I'm like, really? That was. Thirty minutes of Krillin be like, should I hit the button? No, I'm not going to hit the button. Should I hit the button? It's like, oh my god. I love the Japanese voices too. Y- yeah. yeah, not saying saying. I think Sean Chamel does a great Goku, but yeah. I mean the Japanese version. It seems like like the narrator in particular. I noticed in the American version seems like it's not taking it too seriously. And I'm not saying you should take Dragon Ball Z too seriously, but there's a certain. The, there's a it's a very Asian show. People forget about that. It's yeah. a very, very Asian show, and I think the Japanese version really elevates that to a new level. Yeah, and also I remember I didn't really watch um, Dragon Ball in Japanese until Dragon Ball Super came out. Um, yeah, because when Dragon Ball Super came out, which is crazy and, to think that was like you, five you years ago. Watch... Yeah, you should watch Z. In yeah. Japanese, because it's really quite the experience. There's there's things they ed- edited out, like you know launches in there. Um, what else was there? Fucking uh, okay. So I passed the episode where Krillin gets impaled by Frieza. Remember that? Yeah. In the Japanese version, the uncut version, it is brutal. Oh yeah, because he is like he actually like dies. Like you see his eyes turn white and shit, right? He doesn't die because uh, he still gets hailed by Dende. Mm-hmm. But it's brutal because Frieza keeps him on the on his. Uh, he shakes him, and there's a scene where blood trickles down, and Frieza licks it and eats it. Oh wow! Yeah, the the portrayal of Frieza in that one. Remember, like Grandma Frieza, and he was just like yelling all the time. Mm-hmm. Fre- the way Frieza's portrayed is actually really more fucked up. He talks kindly but is cruel about it and he's very calm usually unless he blows up in anger yeah and, and, and you know i was going to say too about the uh dragon ball uh you know japanese voice acting is you know when i first watched dragon ball super um it was kind of weird at first because I, I always knew that 
there was a female voice act actress for uh, Goku. I always knew that. But seeing at first, I was like, hey, this is kind of weird. But it grew on me. And even Vegeta's voice mm-hmm. acting grew on me. And now it's just like, it's weird because I grew up watching Dragon Ball with English dubs. I knew all the voice actors. I've met some of the voice actors at conventions and stuff like that. Were they but, cool? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. I actually, you know, what's funny is I met the Japanese voice actor and the um, American voice actor for Frieza. And when and who still free voices him, huh? Yeah, he still voices him. And it, like the 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 American um, voice actor I met was the the first like female. Like I forget her name. She had like blonde hair. She's an older lady, but she was the one that you know when Frieza sound like kind of like an old lady, in, in on the Cartoon Network show. That was her, yeah. like very raspy. You know that was that was that was the voice actress I met, and she was really cool. Like they were all awesome. And uh, you know the, the, the Japanese voice, that voice actor, I loved it. Like he was like signing people's stuff and going ho 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 ho, and I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> see, that's why it's so creepy, dude. The Japanese voice actor, yeah, of uh, Frieza, because he does that. He's so, I've heard it so much. He's so like soothing and almost like uh, like I don't want to say joyful, but he's kind of like. Like, hey, this is kind of fun. I'm killing you, sort of thing, you know? So, yeah, that's the whole Dragon Ball Z. So, we've talked about Kiss Anime, Dragon Ball Z, Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately. What yeah. else have, do we... Well, I think I think the next thing we need to talk about is uh, the, probably the, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, if you saw the thumbnail... You know exactly what I'm mentioning. If you've, I am vengeance is from the trailer itself. We finally got to see a nice teaser trailer, not even teaser, like almost like a full length trailer, pretty much of the Batman, the new Batman movie coming out in 2021, uh, starring uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. That's what. That's right. The guy who played, you know, Edward in Twilight is now the Cape Crusader, and can I say he's he's shown his dues. He's shown it off. You know. His Batman looks awesome. Here's the thing that's crazy about it is um, I think the DC the DC movies have gotten back on track after Fandom. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I think Joker was a prelude to that. Yeah, I think I think with the success of Joker, I think it, it brought a lot more faith to folks in DC movies. Um, I think... I think DC movies beforehand were having kind of an identity crisis because of the popularity of the MCU. Uh, because Justice League, yeah, it had a, a big identity crisis. And, and the thing about it is, is like it's hard to, to to not mention how much of an impact the MCU has had with superhero movies. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of people, you know, just assume now that all superhero movies have to be connected they are they're connected in some way because that's how that mcu is and it's like no not necessarily like the joker movie standalone its own movie its own thing uh batman you know, too the batman yeah the new the new batman coming out is it, it has nothing to do with ben affleck's batman a matter of fact um you know 2020 is a crazy year because we have robert pattson playing the batman and then we have the new Flash movie that's going to have Ben Affleck coming back as Batman and Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton coming back as Batman. Which is fucking crazy. It's insane. We got three Batmans in 2020. <laughs> you know? Yep. And, and that's the thing that's nuts. And then let's talk about the Snyder Cut. We're getting the Justice League we should have gotten. Yeah. Because Justice League was garbage. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, here's the thing. I know a lot of people didn't like Batman v Superman. And I think part of that was because it wasn't paid off properly. And I think the Snyder Cut, which I, you've heard of the runtime for it, right? No, what's the runtime for it? Four hours. Oh, wow. But they're splitting it into one-hour episodes. Oh, yeah, because it's going to be on HBO Max. Yep. So that's the other big thing. So we got the Snyder Cut, the Batman, um, the Black Adam film looks great. The Suicide Squad film looks better. I mean, the the approach that they're doing is saying it's going to be a 1970s, con, you know, confined action film. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing that. The DC movies just look way better than what Marvel's doing. And they all had their own identities, too. Yeah. Uh, they, all, not... they all look different. The Marvel films, what do you get? They're, they're the same. All of them are the same. Yeah. I'm sorry, but they're all the fucking... I mean, you know, no disrespect to Chadwick Boseman, but there was nothing special about Black Panther. Yeah. And then you go into, you know, like Infinity War, and it's just there were Infinity War. I've seen Infinity War and Endgame, and I will tell you this: there were moments that were ruined by jokes. That movie should have been heavily more, a lot more somber. Like the fact that Thor becomes an overweight drunk. Well, okay, he's a drunk, but they made it into a joke. Yeah, it became it became a meme. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, drunk Thor. It's not like, no, this guy's freaking broken. You know, he, he's an alcoholic and he's, you know, he's fat because he feels worthless. They should, yeah, they should have fucking, they should have made that those, uh, uh, and there are somber moments, but they're, the problem is, is there's always a fucking joke. And it's like, stop with the fucking jokes. And that was some of the problems that Justice League had too. Yeah, that was exactly. The, the problem was that that you had it wasn't even just that it was the problem that you had Snyder scenes and Whedon scenes and you were one moment you were watching one movie and then you were watching another fucking movie and you could tell them apart too you could be like oh this is a, this was a Zack Snyder moment this was not a Zack Snyder moment and you know what to everyone who says Zack Snyder's a shitty director you're a fucking moron now because now- he's not. Now, what, what what is it that you like about Zack Snyder a lot? Like, I just I just want to know. He he can visually tell us. Everyone's like he's a great visual storyteller. He can say so much with. He's one of those directors that doesn't need dialogue to explain every fucking thing. Yeah, you watch Man of Steel, and and yeah, Superman doesn't have a lot of lines, but you don't really need him to in that movie. No, no, you don't. That's why, like, dude, I love Man of Steel. That I was yeah. such a good movie. Have you seen Batman v Superman yet? Yes, I, I saw both. I saw the extended cut and the normal cut. Well, I'll say the extended cut's better. Yeah, it is. It's and a it's a, better. it's a, and it's a great film. It's yeah, a great film. I, yeah. There, I mean, like, and the thing, the thing about it is, is like I said, um, I think that was the the biggest problem people had with DC is they were expecting DC to be exactly like the MCU, and, and I like the fact that it's not like the MCU. And those were two somber films. Yeah. They're not they're not like feel good movies. They're very 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 sad movies. Yep. They're very 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 sad movies. And that's that's the thing about it is um is especially Batman v Superman. That's a very very somber film. 
Well, well, let's 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 get scale back a little bit to uh, the Batman trailer. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I honestly have to say, I've probably watched this trailer ten times. First time yeah. I watched it on my phone, and I, you know, I watched it on my phone. It was a little too dark, so I couldn't really see all the details to it. So I actually went home, pulled up the four K. Uh, full HD trailer that was on YouTube and watched it on my TV. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a freaking Batman movie. What I like about this trailer, what I like about this uh, feeling of Batman is it goes back to Batman being a, a, a detective. Yeah. I mean, he he goes back to being the world's greatest detective. He's trying to figure out these riddles. He's trying to figure out, you know, who's killing all these people. How is it tied to him? And at the same time, trying not to give out that he's Bruce Wayne. But, you know, Bruce Wayne and the Batman's obviously the same person. And you didn't, we haven't seen that in quite some time. I thought, and I almost got like animated, Batman animated series feels with that. Yeah, it looks great. And and th- what did you think about the uh, the villains that were uh, shown? Like we saw Catwoman, we saw the Penguin, uh, and I believe I believe that was the Riddler we saw with the tape. But some people are even saying that that could have been that could be Hush. They're saying that Hush could be in this movie. It's hard to tell. It's pro- I know, but Riddler is actually an integral part of the Hush storyline. People forget that. Oh yeah, yeah. P- he's the one who. It's revealed at the end is the mastermind behind all of it. Oh, fuck. I probably spoiled Hush. But it wasn't necessarily just <laughs> Hush. It was the Riddler. Yeah. It yeah, so I mean, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So Riddler can play a role. They both can. Well, yeah. It's no doubt Riddler's in the movie because um, they, they've, they've already confirmed that. Uh, but they just didn't show... The Riddler, per se. You heard his voice, which was very, uh, like, mask, which makes perfect sense being a mystery. You shouldn't be able to know what his voice sounds like. I thought that was a really nice touch as well, uh, that they did that. And, you know, I like that, you know, this Batman, you know, he's he's a younger Batman. You can tell he's not as experienced. You can definitely tell he can't control his anger as well as, you know, the Batman later on when he beats the hell out of those thugs. That was, I think that scene right there won a lot of people over. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I mean, this is not a joking Batman. This is, a, this is, this could be even grittier than the uh, Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, which Ben Affleck so, Batman? I mean, he was he was pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And 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 again, I'm tired of the Twilight jokes. I mean, Pattinson has proved himself beyond the doubt as an actor. Go see Lost City of Z. Go see the fucking Lighthouse, especially. Well, it's funny you mentioned Lighthouse because I was going to mention this. Okay, because they did say that mm-hmm. this is going to be a trilogy. The Batman's going to be a trilogy, and there's heavy, heavy, heavy rumors that in the second movie we'll have the Joker. Now, there's a rumor that this movie here is going to have a Joker reference, but it's not going to be like they don't have an actor confirmed to play the Joker. I think this is the time to have William Defoe as the fucking Joker. We that need would be this nice. because they already have a working relationship, uh, and I think just William Defoe is the Joker. I think he would just be a fantastic Joker, you know? And he's already steeped the DC films. Aquaman. 
Yeah. Which, you know, um, just to let you know, if you want to know what Xander and I think of Aquaman, I'm sure your feelings haven't changed on it. My feelings haven't changed on it. Um, go watch like episode five, listen to episode five or something. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it's the only movie I've ever seen that I almost fell asleep watching it in the theaters. Oh shit! <laughs> you know it's it's it. Yeah, we talked about it, and, and I think I, I, I think what it was too. I, I would love to go back and listen to that episode because I think at first I think we were we were trying to be very fair about it, you know, because we we're reviewing it, and it's not a terrible movie. It's not horrible, but it's not that great of a movie either. Visually, it's amazing. Visually, it's a it, it's a beautiful it, it movie. Too much in it. Yeah. They they try to do way too much, and I'm still not a big, uh, still not a big Jason Moa fan. I'm not a huge Jason Moa fan because I feel like a lot of his movies is just like, and we saw that with Aquaman, where he looks like a badass Aquaman, but the way they write it is like he's he's dumb compared to everyone else, and I hate that because Aquaman isn't stupid. Yeah. Well, you know what. I heard that he's different in the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. And I'm also looking forward to Jason Momoa's next movie, which we've got to get a fucking trailer. He's in Dune. Yeah, I remember. You know, I, I forgot about that until a couple of days ago when my uh, coworkers was like, man, they need to make a new Dune movie. That's what I'm like, dude, they are. <laughs> and, and Jason Moa's in it. He's like, what? what? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, what happened in that movie? I haven't seen anything about it. <laughs> it's like I told him about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened in that movie? You know? It's supposed to come out in December. Uh, it, it's they probably, it's probably delayed. You see, have you seen the posters? Yeah. I don't think it is because. It is delayed? I, I said it might be. I don't know if it is or not. I don't think so because movie theaters are opening up. Yeah, and, and now we can also so stream the movies my, too if worse comes to worse. Yeah. So let's see what what it, Dune. I I'm, I love that book. It's awesome, and I think um, they've got a hell of a cast. Um, and yeah, there's supposed to be a trailer probably this week, so we could talk about it next time. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. a big fan of the books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm of the book. You know what's crazy is I've never went beyond the first book for some reason. I've heard the the books. A lot of the books afterwards are still good, good, but for whatever reason, I've read the original like eight or nine times. And I usually, when I do series, I actually read them. If yeah. I really like the first book. And the first book is one of my favorite books of all time. So, but, but for whatever reason, I've never went beyond it. So, and that's strange huh. for me. It re- it's two parts because that story is big. Uh-huh. So, it, they're splitting it into two parts. And it's from the guy who did fucking Sicario, Prisoners motherfucking uh, Arrival and Blade Runner 2049 and all four of those films are fantastic. Yeah. So, I don't know. Zan- yeah. Have yeah. To... Hold on, there's a little dead air. What's wrong? Oh, no, no, I was listening to you. You were, just, you were cutting in and out a little bit, but I, I was getting what you were saying about Dune and, and stuff like that. I was going to okay. say that uh, I definitely have never seen 
the the movie Dune, uh, the original. I never saw it, so maybe that's something I'll check out. And we don't. can. Oh, don't. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, okay, okay. You should watch it, but don't think it's in a representation. Here's the crazy thing: it's a David Lynch film, the original Dune. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if you know about the other adaptation. I didn't know there was another one. There was a Sci-Fi Channel miniseries of it back in 2000. And while most of the cast wasn't big, they had one big star in it, and that was William Hurt. He played uh, Leto Atreides. Oh, wow. Hold hold on. Somebody's here. Hold on. Oh, it's just the wind. Shit. Um, but yeah, he played Leto Atreides, and then they made the 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 second and third books in the miniseries, which had Susan Sarandon in it. Yeah, but the Lynch the Lynch film, you could tell it's it's very it's very rushed. It's got some strange things to it. Um, I do think the visual style that they did for it is great because Dune is not your typical space opera. One of the key things is you got to know is there's no computers in it. Yeah. There's reason in the backstory for that. They're, they explain why. But there's no computer. Spaceships are not navigated by, you know, highly advanced fucking ships. They're navigated by people who have mutated due to the spice, which is an important element of the book. There's so much to it. But I will tell you, Dune is not your typical space opera where, you know, there's a lot of technology to it some of huh. some of the technology is backwards like for example they they don't have like you know like touch screens or anything they have they have um they use nukes as a major weapon oh wow yeah they use um there's a lot of sword fighting they have weapon masters there's um yeah there are spaceships there are things like that there are like th- little devices like poison sniffers there's there is a little like robotic device called a hunter killer that someone controls mm-hmm. an, an assassin device there's stuff like that but there's not really anything you don't have like droids or things like that oh. yeah in the first book I'm talking about the context of the first book yeah, yeah you sh- if you can, I don't know if you do audiobooks. You should listen to the audiobook because that's a full production. Oh wow, yeah, I'll I'll check that out because I mean I I like audiobooks. Yeah, that one has actors and everything in it, but it's the book verbatim. Yeah, it's just actors. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think I think this is going to wrap up the episode. Real, um, real quick, you should. You know what? Never mind. Watch the the Lynch version of Dune. Okay. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to say it's a good film because it's not. But there's elements of it that's interesting, and we can talk about it. That'll give me give us some rain. We could talk about it next time a little bit. Yeah. Sounds good. But before before I close the episode, uh, so so Anthony, is there anything else you want to add to uh, the Batman? Fuck. Um. Let's see. It look it's gritty. It looks good. It looks better than the Nolan movies. Yeah. Then you know, like I call Dark Knight Rises Jesus Batman. So <laughs> yeah, and which Batman's not Jesus. So yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. You know, I I love and hate the 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 Nolan films uh, for what it is. I respect for what they are, and there's I mean. <sighs> I like Batman Begins. That was really good. Dark Knight, I thought was decent. 
Dark Knight Rises. I did not like that at all. I remember saw. <laughs> that I remember silly. I saw that in theaters, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Um, so I mean, like, I, I feel like um, this is definitely. I feel like this is going to be the Batman movie that like shows us shows some Batman fans of what they've been missing and not realizing mm-hmm. it. That's that's really yeah. that's really what I feel like this movie's going to be because, like I said, I got. Batman animated series vibes from it. And I think that, to me, out of everything, that's the best uh, portrayal of Batman when it comes to, you know, that sort of medium of media, of watching. I feel like the best way to experience Batman is Batman the Animated Series, bar none. Um, So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, it'll be good. It looks awesome. His suit looks amazing. Yeah, and, I, and they did. They did say that there's not going to be, you know, uh, a whole lot of origin stuff in this movie. It's pretty much like this is his second year being Batman. Boom, he's already Batman. We're not gonna. We're probably not going to go through the whole like, oh, my parents were killed and blah blah blah. I mean, I think everyone knows that now. I think we can skip that yeah. part and just go straight to the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, that works for me. Yep, but but anyway, guys, if uh, you enjoy our uh, episode of Blast Podcasting, be sure to leave us a review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, or uh, you know, leave us a comment on our YouTube channels as well as youtubecom slash Scullion and youtubecom slash MagnusX1 as well. And uh, we'll be coming back very soon. I'm hoping, just like I said on the last episode of Excess Gaming Podcast. I'm hoping that we have a regular schedule and get back in the slew of things. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But as always, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll be blasting off to the next episode. <laughs>